Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Yo, 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 you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, <laughs> we back, you guys, we back, we back again, tag team back again, only I'm tag teaming myself, so, a lot has happened, a lot transpired since our, our last episode, uh, because the Grammys actually happened, so, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna get to everything that we're gonna get to today, that's on the the docket, but first we got we got we got to talk more about Beyonce. <laughs> so so the Grammys went down. Beyonce didn't win Album of the Year. We all know that. Harry Potter won. <laughs> I believe that's his name, Harry Potter. He won them Harry Potter kids. He won. I'm sure. I'm I'm sure his album is delightful. I'm sure he. Um, you know, hits up a high C over an E flat or whatever. I don't, I don't, I'm sure he, I don't know what he does. I think he puts on silly outfits and he jumps around and sweats and has tattoos. So, you know, that's good enough for some people. Um, uh, but I'm sure he's great. The, but that one album of the year, Harry Potter did. And so, Everyone was just like, what? Everyone was shook. But here's the thing. I kind of knew it was about to happen. Here's the thing. Let's get into it. I kind of knew it was about to happen because here's what had happened. And nobody even told. I put this on TikTok because no one is talking about it. Why is it at 7 o'clock, an hour plus before the whole damn thing was even over, Beyonce posted that thing that said, we won three. <laughs> and she had a picture of her with three Grammys. She posted that, y'all. You can run it back, do whatever you got to do. She posted that at 7 p.m. in the middle of the damn Grammy ceremony. She said, we won three, period. She was done. (laughs) She already knew. She posted a picture of herself with three. That was not after the show, you guys. Just so y'all know, that was in the middle of it. Right after she had won the third one, she posted that. So, catch that shade. 
Um, so at that point, I was like, are they going to revise this if she wins another one? And I was like, she's pretty much saying I ain't going to win another one. <laughs> so, and then, of course, she didn't win another one. But good for her. You know, she did her thing. She got her award. She's the most awarded person. Whatever. Oh, it's amazing. Okay. Great. Whatever. Of course. We already knew that. We knew that. Okay. Um, Harry Harry Potter won his. And good for the Bonnie Raitt won for the song. We've we've all been tapping our toes to. Everybody been singing it. All year, we've all sung that song. What is the word? Let's find out the name of the song. <laughs> Since I'm a throw shade, let's... Uh, Bonnie Raid wins Grammy. <laughs> I think that should be sufficient. Because um, I feel like Bonnie Raitt's face was even just like, huh? <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure she knew she made a song that year. <laughs> she was like, <laughs> her song just like that. Ah, the hit just like that. One for song of the year. It was our song of 2022. 20, Everyone, everywhere I went, everybody was singing Bonnie Raitt just like that. Everybody had that, that song right on the tip of their tongue. They were going, oh, oh, just like that. <laughs> Gotta, I don't know. Maybe we might hear from Bonnie Raitt later on in the show, but I'm so proud of her for that. That's good. Good for her. Whatever. Whoever wins, I'm proud. Whatever. Shit. I don't have a Grammy. Viola Davis won. I saw that too. She's an EGOT now. You know, so, you know, all of those white women who conspired to get her out of the Oscars. <laughs> she said, oh, well, I'll take this EGOT instead. And so, yeah, have you all heard about all that the Oscar controversy? That's all happening too. Apparently, um, a bunch of white women all got together and decided they were going to get this other white woman nominated for an Oscar. And succeeded. And so I guess the, the, the Academy looked into it. I'm sure they, they looked very deeply into it. And then they said, oh, okay, oh, well. And so so they're going to, you know, whatever. Who cares? Uh, I don't have an Oscar either. So I don't, I don't have a horse in this race. <laughs> so, <laughs> so good for that, that, that white lady. Um, and so... The Grammys were, it, here's the thing. They had that 50th anniversary of hip hop, which was great. Um, but I could just sort of feel, speaking of white people, white people. I could, it's Black History Month, y'all. I can talk all about whiteness and blackness that I want. Um, speaking of white people, I, I'm sure everyone was wildly uncomfortable <laughs> during the 20 minutes of, of, of the history of hip hop. It was like so fun though. It was good to see. Uh, I had forgotten, you know, Queen Latifah been lying to us for so long that I forgot she was a rapper. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You were an ITY. Okay. <laughs> that's where you came from. Cause you've been acting like you, Dana, who <laughs> sings torch songs on a piano for so long. Um, <clears throat> oh, you're Queen Latifah, right? The rapper. Okay. Oh, oh, you know us now. Anyway, um, so <laughs> good for her. I ain't knocking nobody hustle. Uh, Dana showed up. Uh, Busta Rhymes was there. <laughs> now, if you guys saw this, it it was interesting because, you know, there's that point in that. And look at me now, the Chris Brown song. Who I guess Chris Brown and acting up on on 
Twitter and TikTok and stuff too on Instagram or something about losing his R&B category. But what? what, what just be quiet. Like you knew you knew you weren't winning it. Shut up. But I think he's just doing it for you know for clicks and stuff. You know, stay a part of the conversation. So whatever. He don't care. And so, but um, Busta Rhymes was singing uh, his part in uh, "Look at Me Now." But it's that part where he goes, you know, let me show you how to roll the dice on this. You keep the dice rolling on this. And then he, you know, he goes like, let me spin it, let me get it, let me get it, let me spin it, let me spin it, let me get it, let me do it. <laughs> if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then look it up. It's so, um, but he just, it's like this part where he just, you know, proceeds to, in the song, articulately rap a lot of words very quickly all in a row it's it's a feat it's amazing it's like the best part of everything but on stage on stage <laughs> now if y'all felt something different then please let me know but on stage on stage it felt like on stage it felt like yeah, he was just making noises you know it kind of it kind of felt like he was just going like <laughs> Like like we do when we do the song during karaoke. And we're gonna skip it anyway, skip it anyway, but in and debit and but in and skip it anyway, but it is getting a bit in it. You like it it didn't sound like he was saying actual words. Like I mean like I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think he said a whole lot of actual words when he was on stage at the Grammys. But good for him. And so whatever. I don't I'm not a rapper, so I don't have a I don't have a horse in this race. I don't know, maybe I will be. Everybody stay tuned. We'll see what happens later, maybe. Maybe my rap album will drop. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, uh, that was interesting that the whole history of hip hop was great. It's like Missy Elliott showed up and um, that was fun. Uh, and then it got, you know, it, you know, went through the whole history, which was which was good. And then it, it got to the modern part. And then it was just kind of like, oh, well, dropped off anyways glow was there glorilla was there that was good i don't know if she could hear but she was there so. <laughs> and then i was like who invited glorilla and i was, remember she was nominated i was like oh yeah she got nominated so anyways but good for her i'm I'd like i heard there's there's drama going on because i was like well first of all why wasn't cardi there because cardi was there but like why wasn't cardi on stage like doesn't make sense like she won album of the year but i do like what five years ago some shit anyway so i'm like why was a cardi there but then i also heard on the internet that some shit went down with with uh quavo and offset backstage during the tribute to before the tribute to take off but i want to talk about that because i'm not going to talk about that but apparently there's cell phone footage of cardi screaming like you guys get it together or something i don't know she didn't say that she said something that cardi would say like you know <laughs> guys what are you doing what see <laughs> I sound like why do I sound like Rosie Perez why do I sound like Rosie Perez and that brings us to <laughs> the film we're gonna watch today the classic do the right thing the Spike Lee joint a classic from the year 1989 do the right thing starring Rosie Perez but anyway so Cardi uh, apparently had something to do with that backstage um, and, and you know trying to split them up I guess because some shit went down anyway so that was some more Grammy drama than any other Grammy drama I mean I mean yeah 
um, Lizzo won for that, the most annoying song I've ever heard in my entire life. And so that was good for her. <laughs> I swear to God, like that song came out. <laughs> that song came out and I was like, if I hear the word Balenciasi one more fucking time. <laughs> but then, you know, the whole scandal went down and so nobody's ever talking about Balenciaga ever again. So <laughs> I got lucky. Anyway, so I wonder what's going on with her and her Balenciasis. Have we haven't heard any much haven't heard much about her Balenciasis <laughs> since all this shit went down. So but good for her. She got a Grammy for them. All right. Um but I liked her little speech about see that was so fucking condescending. <laughs> I liked her little speech about positive music. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah I was lying, so that's why it came out condescending. Because I didn't. I don't like it. So sorry. <laughs> I love that for her. Let me just say that. Uh, but I just, you know. <clears throat> I love that for her. All right, let's move on. So, um, <laughs> that's what happened with the Grammys. It was a fun time for all. Uh, fun was had. I wish Beyonce would have performed, but of course she's not going to give those people anything. I do not for update on Beyonce concert. I do not have tickets. If you have tickets, give me one. I'm not even fucking kidding. I'm I'm gonna help everybody that I know who knows somebody, and I'm gonna be like hi, and they're gonna not answer me. <laughs> Don't I have? I'm from Texas. How do I not have? Anyone who knows Beyonce. Houston, come on. Nobody knows Beyonce? Fucking hell. Useless. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. So, great. Uh, so, if you have any Beyonce, Beyonce, if you have any Beyonce tickets, <laughs> Beyonce. <laughs> That's what my mom would call her. I don't know about nothing about no Beyonce. I don't know nothing. No Beyonce songs. Um, so, <laughs> so today, speaking of Bonse <clears throat> songs, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this transition. No, we're going to watch Do the Right Thing, which is a classic, you guys. If you haven't seen this film, it's like a classic film. Everyone should be required to watch it. And when I went to film school, um, uh, you know, of all of the required films that we were required to watch, we were certainly not required to watch this one because we were only allowed to watch racist white movies. Anyways, that's a different podcast for a different day <laughs> so but it should have been required watching <laughs> film school but just let me let you know it's fucking not i, I need to make a whole separate podcast <laughs> just about film school and i will one day anyways so do the Right Thing is a film from 1989 directed by Spike Lee. I'm just going to start my own film school class right now. So welcome to Critical Race Film Studies <laughs> 201. I am Professor <laughs> Professor Randolph. You, and buckle up, bitches. So, but yeah, so it's called, a film is called Do the Right Thing. Uh, it's set in New York. It's uh, by Spike Lee. It's director Spike Lee. You guys, here's something I do want to say about film school, though, really quickly now that we're on the tangent. I, okay, so I got called into the principal's office a lot during film school because, you know, I 
they, every time they showed me something racist or anybody would act up, I would let them the fuck know. And so they didn't like me very much. Because <laughs> so, all they do is show racist shit and expect to have no consequences. And so I was walking, living, and breathing motherfucking consequences for their asses. <laughs> they started saying something nearly racist, and I'm like, watch your step, bitch. <laughs> like, they hated me there, and rightfully so. Uh, my goal was to make their life hell because um, I just don't feel like if you're paying, you... Uh, you should be treated with such disrespect as far as race is concerned. Anyways, I don't know. When I formulate the correct words for how I feel about all of that, I will say them. But um, So I kept getting called into the principal's office. <laughs> By that I mean like the dean. They kept going like, you need to go see the dean. Because <laughs> they'd be like, they'd be like, we're going to watch, now we're going to watch The Jazz Singer starring Al Jolston in blackface. And I'd be like, uh, I have several things I'd like to say about that. And they'd be like, and I'd be like, and they'd be like, uh, you need to go see the D. And I'd be like, all right, where's she at? At first, I was like, all right, where's she at? Let me tell you one time I did meet with the dean and the head of the department <laughs> about their motherfucking curriculum and my uh, my loud and 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 bold objections towards their curriculum in class uh which i will scream till the cows come home anyway and i had no problem screaming up in their faces about and um <laughs> I'm sure they were like, oh, yeah, oh, here we go again. <laughs> anyway, one time I get called <laughs> with the, the head of the program. And so here's the T. And this is going to relate. Go, this is all going to come back together. And so here's the T. I got called in. And then I was like talking to them about my objections to the curriculum, which they were like, oh, oh well, I mean, well, we don't, you know, like they're, they never give you an inch. They're never going to admit that they're wrong about anything. It's just all such a bunch of, it's a bunch of bloviating bullshit. So, um, and then at one point, I'm like, I'm like, you guys are being wildly irresponsible with the way that you're teaching race in the context of all of this. And and the I, the head of the department or whatever was like, uh, was like, well, I don't see how I I handpicked the curriculum and I, blah 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 blah. And I was like, oh really? You handpicked it? Well, did you notice that your textbook doesn't even mention Spike Lee? And she was like, well, what? Yes, it does. And I was like, <laughs> no, it doesn't. And she was like, <laughs> and so she huffs and puffs her way on over to her bookshelf, <laughs> picks up the book, thumbs through it all the way to the end and goes through this thousand page book to the index and discovers that I'm right. You guys, this book called A History of Narrative Film. <laughs> Thousands of pages. <laughs> Did not mention Spike Lee's name once. Not at all. It, it actually only spent, I think, three quarters of a page on what they called ethnic film. <laughs> <sighs> Which included not 
not just black film, but also Jewish film and uh, Japanese film, I believe, or something. <laughs> so it was the whitest textbook known to mankind, but it purported itself to be a history of narrative film. So whatever. Anyway, and by the way, it did mention a lot of modern film and modern directors. Like if you like it, it just did not mention Spike Lee or any black director. I believe it might have maybe one, but th th that's it. So do the right thing. It's required viewing. Everyone should have seen it. If you haven't seen it, then now's a great time to watch it. It's Black History Month. Of course, let's watch Do the Right Thing, a Spike Lee joint. And you know what? Here's the thing. The subject matter of the film, yes, it's heavy. Uh, but I think that Spike Lee always does things in a very responsible way. And also sort of in a very light way where things are, you know, able to be digestible. But I feel like, you know, that's a, a trait of some, if not most, black filmmakers because... That's, you know, a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down. So, um, but this is a wonderful film, but it, it concerns things that are recently in the news. So that's why I was like, well, we got to watch this one because, you know, it's what's in the news. You know, this is, this is, this is critical <laughs> race films <laughs> 201. We got to watch what's going on in the news. That's what's happening right now. So, um, but it, it concerns irresponsible policing based on race and the societal and specifically neighborhood response to those actions of those police officers. And that is something that is in the news right now. And that is something that will always be in the news uh, until the systemic problem is fixed. We're going to watch Do the Right Thing. <laughs> um, it's it's so fun. It's the fun thing about like Spike Lee and I forgot who cast this. I know her name because I've been in for her before and she certainly didn't cast me. <laughs> when I was an actor, I went in for the casting director who cast all of Spike Lee's stuff. You know, since the beginning of time, and um, I think I've been in for uh, in for her a couple of times, but she she certainly didn't cast my black ass, Robbie Reed. Um, oh, Robbie Reed. No, that's this is a whole different thing. Then this isn't who I was thinking of, but I have been in for Robbie Reed for. Oh my God, that's a whole different project. <laughs> that was a project called. I think we can, it's canceled now, so we can go ahead and talk about it. That was a project called Fifty Central, where <laughs> Fifty Cent. Had a sketch comedy TV show. <laughs> oh, God. I can tell you a whole story about that. Anyways, Robbie Reed. But she's very nice. I, I love Robbie Reed. Um, and I love whoever I was thinking of. Coleman. Kim Coleman, I think is her name. Uh, uh, who, who also cast uh, Spike Lee stuff. But, um, so this was cast by Robbie Reed, who did 50 Central. I, you know what? I think it got canceled, but I feel like... I feel like there might be a commercial for <laughs> for 50 cents new show maybe later. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> but yes, you guys, 50 cent at one time had a sketch comedy TV show on BET called 50 Central. And uh, it was set in New York and 
50, I don't know, 50, I don't know how it had anything to do with 50 Cent, except I think he just presented it. It was just like, you know, he's, he's, he, he's going to present it. Anyways, and so, you know, it was the. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once, it's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Next, you know, like when they brought back Saturday Night Live, when they brought back um, In Living Color, you know, the which didn't ever air but like when they brought back uh in living color you know it was like all it's like every i can't say what i'm gonna say <laughs> all of us in town got called in you know all of all of us you know you guys i lost my job when in living color got rebooted i i lost my job that's a whole other story yeah we're oh gosh we're going down fucking memory lane and we have started the movie. We're 25 minutes in. It's that sweet spot, that 25 minute point where I haven't even started the fucking movie. So let me just wrap this up. So, um, yes, uh, yes, I auditioned for uh, In Living Color reboot. Did not get it. Uh, and then by virtue of that audition, I had, I got called back to this audition for this 50 Central show years later. Uh, did not book that either. <laughs> But I did manage to scare the shit out of with with the help of that casting director uh, who told me to do it, <laughs> scare the shit out of Robbie Reed, who was casting that one and uh, all of the heads of casting at at uh, BET. So that was great. Did not book the job, but, you know, it was great. It was it was fun. It was a fun experience. Everyone had fun, you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what other rapper might have a, <laughs> have a might have a sketch comedy TV show coming out soon, but they probably might. We probably might be getting a commercial from them anyway. Oh, <laughs> uh, maybe you know. I don't know what would happen if Beyonce bought BET. You know, <laughs> BET. <laughs> And by the way, B-E-Y spells B, not Bay. You idiots. <laughs> Her name isn't Beyonce, you fucking idiots. It's Beyonce. When you see B-E-Y, that's pronounced B, not Bay. Why would you say Bay, weirdos? Her name, it's Beyonce. B-E-Y-O-N-C-E. B-E-Y, if they pull the B-E-Y out, it's B. Dummies. All right. Um. Anyway, so B E T. <laughs> Get a commercial from V E T. <laughs> Later. Anyway, so what we need to do right now is start this motherfucking movie. <laughs> so let's let's get started. Pressing play right now. 
Okay, I forgot that I forgot that this whole thing starts with Rosie Perez doing a dance solo for about ten minutes. <laughs> she does a hip hop dance solo for about ten minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah, I remember I was doing trying to do Cardi B and I did Rosie Perez instead, so <laughs> But I mean, eh, you know, are they too far off? Um, but like Rosie Perez is a really, she has like a really small mouth. She's like a really, she's really tiny. It's a really tiny mouth. Um, you know what, guys? Did you hear that story about Garcelle Bovo saying that, um, that, that Rosie Perez kicked her under the table while she was um, guest hosting on The View? <gasps> Did you hear that? I I heard that and I was like, well, all right. <laughs> Rosie Perez. I don't know who the fuck did you think it was. <laughs> anyway, she's kicking up a storm right now on this ten minute dance solo. <laughs> I heard that like I think I read somewhere I saw an interview with her. I think it was with her, but when she said like that was a part of the audition, and she thinks that's why she booked the role or something. Um, and so maybe that's just something that I should implement if I ever go back to acting. I'm gonna implement a ten minute dance solo before I start <laughs> I'm only laughing right now because I'm so reckless that I might actually do that <laughs> can, you, can you even imagine like, can you just like, yeah yeah we're gonna get to the lines but hold on <laughs> but first here we go <laughs> check baby check baby one two three you know you gotta bring them I, you, you know, we're not playing that on my iphone we're gonna i'm gonna bring a boombox <laughs> you guys here's the thing here's the thing you guys probably don't know this about me but you know that is how i would do an audition <laughs> i i would Definitely bring in a boombox and do a 10 minute dance solo before I got started. So, <laughs> I have no problem making people feel wildly uncomfortable in the in the audition. Ask Robbie Reed. Anyways, back to the show. Okay, yes, I forgot that. Yes, what I was talking about was casting in Spike Lee movies is so great because you get to go back in time to people's like first roles because he discovered a lot of people. Well, Spike, with the help of Robbie Reed and Kim Coleman, discovered a lot of people, a lot of black talent that ended up becoming these great, prominent black actors, figures that we know today. One of them is uh, Samuel L. Jackson, who is the DJ, uh, Mr. Senior Love Daddy in this film, but he makes appearances in a lot of Spike Lee films, as a lot of his, his cast often appears a lot in his films. And um, But he just opened the film with Wake Up wake up which is a common theme narrative theme among spike lee films and so if you guys really want to know another you know namely we're talking about school days uh, also but um if you guys want to know where the term woke comes from it is a direct attack against spike lee like wokeness is about spike lee telling people to wake up to wake up to racial injustice mistreatment and violence and so forth in our society it's a common narrative theme of his work and he often uses those exact words often screaming them at you to wake up and so uh the republican attack on wokeness is actually attack on blackness and more specifically on spike lee's terminology of being aware of what's actually happening as far as race is concerned in our society around us so just know the anti-woke movement 
started here with the woke movement and it started with Spike Lee. This is actually turning into a film history class, isn't it? Oh God. Anyways, back to the movie. Spike Lee makes appearances in his films and in this film, he chose to star in it. So <laughs> Spike plays Mookie, our main character. And Mookie need to get him a job because he needs some money. This is the plot, you guys. Don't worry. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, and I believe that there's, the story goes like this is set over the hottest day. I think he said he wanted to make it the hottest day ever in New York. And so he everything, the cinematography, everything, um, every choice that was made was made to magnify the fact this was the hottest day ever in New York. Uh, so that you, he wanted you to watch it and feel the heat and start sweating. Because in this film, everyone and everything is at the boiling point. Anyway, so uh, the Spike is not going to make a cameo on this film. He's he's starring in this motherfucker. <laughs> so I wish somebody would let me do that. Somebody give me some money and let me star my own motherfucking movie. Shit. I'll tell you what. I got to find me a damn a fool. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's take a break. <laughs> you guys, you guys, you guys, it's time for a break. It's getting hot. It's getting hot in the streets of New York. Mookie out here sweating, trying to find him a job, get him some money. I know the feeling, Mookie. Oh, I know the feeling, brother. <laughs> Anyways, so... We're going to take us a little break to hear from our sponsors. But here at Yes Be with SB Randolph III, we don't have any sponsors. So we're just a little show that could. <laughs> we just over here couldn't. All right. So we don't have any sponsors. But if we did have sponsors, we might be sponsored by 50 Cent Presents 50 Central on B. Beyonce TV. Yo, yo, yo. You watching 50 Central on Beyonce TV. It's your man, DJ Freshy Smells. And this program is sponsored by the new album from Buster Rhymes called Let Them Dice Roll. Featuring his hit song, Ooh, no. Ooh, I can't. Ooh, all right, let's go. Yo, yo, Buster Rhymes. Yo. Yo, here we go. I say, ooh, oh no, ooh, right, I can't, oh, let's go. Also featuring tracks like, damn girl, what's that big old thing up on top of your legs? On the, in the backside. Yo, what's the rhymes? <laughs> damn girl. Yo, what's the, what's the, what's the thing up on top of your legs? Nah, in the backside. <laughs> yo, yo. We have seven of our and seven of Also featuring his new hit, I will throw my drink on you if you touch my booty in public. Yo, Buster Rhymes, they say Buster, you can't do country. I say I am country. Especially when you touch my booty in public. Damn, girl, don't touch my booty in public. Because if you touch my booty in public, I'm gonna get it with seven hours, 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 seven With the bonus track featuring Cardi B called I'm gonna dance for 10 minutes straight. Yo, Cardi B on the track. Yo, I'm gonna 
I'm a dance, I'm a dance here, minister. I'm a dance, I'm a dance even if they hate. I'm a dance, I'm a dance even if you get. I'm a dance, I'm a dance every anyway. I'm a dance, I'm a dance over at your house. I'm hey, yo, Cardi, you know how to keep the dice rolling? You guys, we back, 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 we black. It's Black History Month, and we're watching Do the Right Thing. Uh, we're getting things are getting cooking here at the pizza shop over here on the Health Kitchen. I don't know what. <laughs> things are getting cooking up in here and uh so Giancarlo Esposito is in this film and you guys now I don't want I don't mean to brag but back when I was an actor my old acting coach said I was a young Giancarlo Esposito now I don't mean to brag but I'm pretty sure it's because our names are similar and we both had brown skin. But she could have called me any one of them. But she picked Giancarlo Esposito. So <laughs> just, you know, put that on my resume. <laughs> my acting coach calls me a young Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> There you go. That's <laughs> all you need to know about that. Where do I put my boombox? Five, six, seven, let's go. And he starts dancing for 10 minutes straight. <laughs> I'm going to book. Y'all, I'm, I'm about to book Star Wars with this shit. <laughs> you guys. I'm about to be on the next Star Wars. You guys, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> resurrected my acting career now you know what spike i'm inspired i'm coming back in the game because of you <laughs> oh gosh i love it anyway so back to this movie you guys a young martin lawrence is in this movie it's so funny it's so funny to watch these people so many years ago what 1989 uh what is that 20 what 40 years how many years ago is that God, simple math. It's 2023. So 23 plus 11, 34. That's 34 years ago. Wow. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm doing, I'm doing all of this. Uh, this is, you're getting this live. Uh, this is <laughs> 34 years ago. Wow. It's like a lifetime ago. Okay. And. Yeah, so young Martin Lawrence just showed up, and it's hilarious. Like, you just, like, you know what? Here's the thing. There's a thing. Certain people, you just, you are, you know, you're just like, yeah, all right, well, whatever. He's a star. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just got some. He just, he's funny. You just want to, you just want to watch him. Anyway, so, um, just, you just got to love it. Just, just the, the cast alone. You guys, if, like, I, you know, I'm not going to here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend like this movie isn't flawed. You know, but, you know, this isn't Spike Spielberg. You know, he didn't have unlimited means. This was a, literally someone who put together a budget, you know, and made some movie fucking happen for you people. Uh, and so uh, I, I feel for him in that respect. And so, and, there, you know, there's some interesting choices, too, artistically, like his, how old people are sort of 
I feel like they're like a Greek chorus. You know, a lot of his films and stuff are allegorical, but I feel like in this, they're a Greek chorus. And I, do, I think he uses um, these uh, sort of two camera, direct to camera moments as like asides for the Greek chorus. But uh, a lot of the older characters have these interesting names, like, you know, mother, sister, and things that are sort of, that are sort of representative of th their position in the black community. And, and so they're, they're playing a general swath of people uh, that we all know and love and are familiar with as far as uh, in black people and the black community. So it's all very interesting. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, the thing is, the whole tea is all of his choices aren't, aren't amazing, you guys. But in the same respect, neither are Darren Aronofsky's. <laughs> Neither are any of your face. Neither are Christopher Nolan. <laughs> like, in 90% of the time, when I watch a Christopher Nolan film, I'm going, what? If you watch Doodlebug or early Christopher Nolan, you're going to go, oh, 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 what? But you can also see the kernel of the thing that would eventually go on to make them great. And so that's the most important thing in watching older films of these are tour writer director producer uh, type directors is trying to see the genesis of you know where the idea started and where it, it this is totally where it ends up this is totally becoming a film studies class <laughs> it's critical race film all right so <laughs> back to the movie you guys this movie is so interesting because it deals with race relations like in a really upfront way <laughs> it doesn't euphemize things it doesn't it doesn't do anything very politically correctly it just kind of comes right out and says shit that we all know is real and true and people are thinking and saying and you know behind closed doors and things and so it just really kind of just does it which is so refreshing because it's not something that we see very much anymore <sighs> you guys all right it gets it gets gets real <laughs> chaos ensues <laughs> and it gets real it gets down and dirty the thing is you start to feel you know it, it of course it reminds you of things that have happened historically in the past and and stuff but it also reminds us of recent history in a lot of different ways and a lot of different scenarios and situations that we've seen such that it actually becomes quite disturbing how little has changed that you're going like wait a minute this was 34 years ago yeah and it's business as motherfucking usual Whew. you know it gets i don't want to lie to you guys it gets hot in here <laughs> so buckle up <sighs> it's all fun and games till it ain't fucking fun and games no fucking more you guys i just noticed that the costume designer is ruthie carter who is the first black uh, woman to win uh, costume design uh, at the Academy Award for costume design for Black Panther and stuff. Oh my God. Like, it, like it, I mean, well, first of all, how long it has taken for people to get their due? Because this was 34 motherfucking years ago. We're not going to go there. We'll just, we're just going to be happy where we're at and try to move further, quicker. Um, but wow. Okay. This is really just a who's who. Of everyone who's anyone. <laughs> All right, you guys, it's over. It's over now. Oof. It's a tough ending, but it is what it is. 
you know, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I bet you could guess. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and it also ends with um, the words of both Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. And Martin Luther King's quote says, you know, you know, a bunch of beautiful words about nonviolence. And then um, <laughs> Mal Malcolm X's words say the opposite. <laughs> and I feel, you know what? I think that's just true. That's the duality of blackness in the United States of America. Sometimes, you know, Martin Luther King, you feel like Martin Luther King. You gotta, you gotta, you go and do your Martin Luther King today. You wake up with Martin Luther King on the mind and you go Martin Luther King, but sometimes at the end of the day, <laughs> Sometimes uh, they get the right one at the end of the day. Sometimes, and they gonna get Malcolm X. <laughs> and that is the truth, Ruth, which is also the name of the new single from Buster Rhymes. <laughs> Black History Month, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. This is <laughs> Senior Love Daddy. <laughs> no ones and twos. It's the hottest day in LA, and I'm trying to let you know. Thank you so much for listening to Yes Be with SB Randolph the Third. I'm your host, SB Randolph the Third. I really do appreciate it. Please let me know if you enjoyed the show. Bye number one following the number two rating it five stars and then number three leaving a review say i love this show or something clever don't even say something clever just say yes say yes be to yes be that's all if you if you don't know what to write in a review just write yes be all caps exclamation point that will be sufficient if i get like a bunch of, of reviews that say yes be exclamation point that will be sufficient, and I think that your voice will be heard. So just say that. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll be back. We'll be back in a bit. <laughs> See you later. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. 
And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.